0: Good morning and welcome. Good morning. And the Lord be with you. And also with you. And grace and peace to us all. In the name of Christ our Lord, Christ has set a table for us and has, makes himself known to us as the word is proclaimed and as we gather as the body of Christ. It is a joy to share with you as we gather in this time of worship. We especially are grateful for the presence of those guests who may be with us and thank you for sharing in worship at First Church this morning. You bless us with your presence. We pray this is a blessed time for us all as we worship God together. Uh, And as we gather, just a reminder of the registration pads that you find in your pews because it helps us to know that you share with us in worship at First Church this morning. As we gather, I've mentioned that we will gather at the Lord's table, which may be a little unusual for us. Uh, We usually do that the first Sunday of each month. But with the scripture before me this week and as worship was being planned, felt led to to call us to the table because the scripture speaks of Jesus feeding the 5,000 and the remembrance of the 23rd Psalm and the comfort that we find within that scripture. For, so I felt led to say we, it would do well for us, to be good for us, to come to the table of our Lord. So we we'll look forward to, to doing that throughout the course of the service and also to welcoming Preston Painter As a member of this church, many of you may have got to meet Preston, especially this past summer as as Preston did some work here to fulfill his requirements at Carlisle. So Preston, we are grateful and look forward to that time of celebration as we receive you into membership. Also, we are are grateful to be here on the heels of a wonderful week of ministry here at First Church by way of Vacation Bible School, which we will hear more about uh, throughout this service. Also, sharing in ministry to help our neighbors who remain displaced by the fire at the nearby apartment complex. And just a reminder, as we meet Tuesdays and Thursdays for the Lunch Bunch Ministry, It is very helpful to have some volunteers to help prepare meals for these displaced neighbors uh, to be here at the church at 8.30, 8.30 each Tuesday and Thursday, as we prepare meals on top of that, which is prepared for the Lunch Bunch ministry. Uh, Thank you again for for sharing in uh, a wonderful um, Good News ministry. Uh, As this ministry is before us as well, uh, throughout this week, a reminder that on Tuesday at noon in the Uptown Ministry Center, uh, you're invited to see the movie Heaven is for Real. Uh, bring your lunch, uh, popcorn will be provided. Uh, invite neighbors, but again, that movie is offered before us this Tuesday at, um, at noon in the Uptown Ministry Center. Many thanks to all who uh, shared in the Ministry of the Food Bank and Clothes Closet yesterday. Uh, Jim Roberts provided those numbers, which I think I've, I left again in my office. Uh, but it was wonderful to share with you in providing food and clothing for our neighbors in this community, and thank you for your support of that ministry throughout the month. I invite us now to prepare to worship God together. Our call to worship is before us. Let us stand as we share in this call to worship. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name. And thank God his deeds among the peoples. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. Look to the rock from which you were hewn. Praise God with how great thou art. Invite us to go to God as we pray. Our opening prayer is before us, and again, it anticipates the scripture reading from the 23rd Psalm from Mark 6. We go to God as we pray. Good Shepherd, teach us to follow you, to care for all that are close to us, to protect those who are threatened, to welcome those who are rejected, to forgive those who are burdened by guilt to heal those who are broken and sick, to share with those who have little or nothing, to take the time to know one another and love as you have loved us. Good Shepherd, teach us to follow you and to be faithful to the calling you gave us to be shepherds in your name. Amen. We find the 23rd Psalm is number 754, in our hymnals, it is also before us. We will share responsively. We will begin the psalm first with Jill playing the response. The choir will then sing the response, and then we are invited to share the sung response, which will be the first response on 754. First, we pray. Lord, as your word is proclaimed, May we find ourselves comforted, may we find ourselves inspired, and may we know that now and always we are in the presence of the Good Shepherd. In his name we pray, amen. is My shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside still waters, restores my life. He for the sake of the Lord's name. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. This is the word of our Lord. And it is also time in which we invite our children to come forward. And Annette Huckfeld, who did such an exceptional job in coordinating and leading Vacation Bible School, along with many of you who volunteered to be a part of that ministry, we look forward to the report of VBS.
1: I want all you kids to sit here in the front so you can see our pictures. Okay, so turn around, come on up. Come on, Lily Kate, Kendall, Elizabeth, come on up. And Beth and Megan too. Thank you. Okay, Craig. Last week we hosted about 110 children at our Rolling River Rampage. The average attendance was about 88 every day because not everybody showed up every day. We include our Early Learning Center kids and our Happy Feet kids down the street. Trip Smith drove the bus to pick up these children each day. It all starts with setup. And a grand entrance, of course. Thanks, Billy. The morning starts with an opening skit to introduce new songs. And the Bible story of the day. Elizabeth Garcia and Romper the River Otter entertained us all at closing, too. And thank you, Matthew, for being our audiovisual magic guy. Okay, it's all about the Bible story. Megan and Beth told stories about Jesus that we're going to recap in just a minute. The Science Station was led by Emily Parker and Margie Eason with Matthew Withers helping. They amazed and educated us all. Snacks were a big hit. Paula kept all of us adults and helpers well-fed, while Franz Har and her crew kept the kids fed. Cute snacks. Lee Showman. Skillfully guided all of our rafters in a neat craft each day. She could have used about 12 or 15 more people. (laughs) Things were crazy in the recreation station with Mr. Alfredo, too. What's not to love there? Music is such a big part of each year's VBS, and this year was no exception. Kids love the singing and dancing. The decorations really bring our BBS to life, and thanks to all of you who loaned us tents, sleeping bags, lanterns, grills, paddles, trees, chairs, etc. Now, Friday is always the big day. This year, we grilled hot dogs on the Hooker Cooker from Hooker Furniture, thanks Bobby and John. Bahama Snow Shack served snow cones, and sweet Sally Hopkins gave each child a beanie baby. That was so sweet. Bob would be so happy to know that. But the big news was the money. The girls and the boys competed. And it ended with a tie. Each group raised $378.80 for a total of $757. But the amazing thing was an anonymous donor who matched that. So it made a grand total of $1,550. Thank you to everyone who loaned us decorations and worked with the kids and collected two-liter collected two bottles and planned lessons and cleaned up and set up. There were well over 55 people who, who had a part of this. And now I'm going to let Beth and Megan lead all of you children. If you'll turn around and face Miss Beth. Each day, the kids had a rapid-ready reminder, and on Monday we talked about Jesus calling His disciples to an adventure. Beth, show them what to do. Find adventure on the river. And on Tuesday, they learned about Mary and Martha and their acceptance by Jesus. Find acceptance on the river. And on Wednesday, we talked about a wee little man named Zacchaeus who found joy when he found Jesus. Find joy on the river. Thursday, we talked about Jesus occasionally resting with his disciples while they ate. Find rest on the river. And then on Friday, we talked about the Great Commission, and Jesus sent his peace. Find peace on the river. And our rapid ready Bible verse was from Isaiah, and it was when? Isaiah 43 2. Great job, guys. Thank you. Thank you all.
0: Amen. Thank you again, Annette, and and all you volunteers. It was just a tremendous, tremendous week uh, for which we will be grateful for a long time. I ask us to stand as we sing Near to the Heart of God. We hear from the Gospel of Mark, the 6th chapter, verses 30 through 44. And the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a lonely place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a lonely place by themselves, now many saw them going and knew them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great throng, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, this is a lonely place, and the hour is now late, and send them away to go into the country and villages round about, and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread, and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down by companies upon the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and fifties, Well, as we have been sharing in worship this year, we share again this morning from the Gospel of Mark. It is true, the writing we call Mark is a Gospel, most likely the first of the Gospels. Yet while this is a Gospel, it's not only a Gospel. You see, this is also a confession of faith. That is to say, as Mark writes this Gospel... He gives voice to the experiences within his community of faith. So we discover as we worship, Mark, in writing his gospel, tells us this. He says, this is how we early believers have experienced Jesus. This is what we believe about Jesus. We believe Jesus makes the blind to see. We believe Jesus makes the lame to walk. We believe Jesus makes the deaf to hear, the mute to speak we believe Jesus makes the dead to live. We believe Jesus can take but a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish and feed thousands of hungry persons. We believe Jesus sets a place at his table for everyone. This, says Mark, we believe. Well, as Mark offers this confession of faith, he also reveals this truth. Every community of faith has a confession of faith. Again, every community of faith, including this one, lives by some confession of faith in Jesus Christ. So, this being true, allow me to ask you this What is our confession of faith? What do we believe about Jesus? I invite us to reflect upon our confession of faith. And as we do so, we acknowledge it is a confession still being written. It is a confession unfinished, as God still works through us, revealing himself through the worship and service of this church. But we can say this, it is a confession, based on this past week at least, affirming we believe it is central to our witness to pass on this faith in Christ to the younger generations. It is a confession affirming we believe it important to serve our neighbors in need, that we provide food for the hungry and clothing for the needy. It is a confession of faith affirming we believe it important to work with other leaders in this community, so as to provide basic medical care for our neighbors in this community and beyond. This, and more, it appears, is what we believe. But again, it's a confession unfinished, a confession still being written, still being written because we know God speaks to us, calls us, works in and among us, bringing about new opportunities to worship and serve him. Despite our ministries of mission, there are still great needs surrounding us. Despite the welcome and worship we offer, there are still those who have not experienced the life-saving gospel of Christ. Those who may feel unnoticed or unwanted, even by people of faith. Well, with Mark's gospel, this confession of faith, we are given opportunity to affirm these ways we seek to love God and to love our neighbor. And we also see that as Mark shares with us this confession of faith, he is sharing with us it's vital for us to care deeply about our neighbors within our communities of faith. You see, Mark does this by sharing this blessed story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Mark shares this story because he knows this is a story much needed by those of us who have decided to follow Jesus. Because Mark knows even for those who confess Jesus is Lord, the Spirit may still lead us through some barren places. Remember what happens just before the feeding of the 5,000? King Herod has John the Baptist beheaded. And this happened after Jesus was rejected by none other than his family and friends in the synagogue and in Nazareth. You may recall what is to take place following this miraculous feeding. The disciples of Jesus will be tossed about on storm-driven waters, fearing for their lives. With these experiences, Mark shows us he knows that those who say yes to Jesus Still, experience time in the wilderness. So, this writer who so often hurries us through his gospel, the man who uses the word immediately with great frequency, is the man who now slows us down. He tells his disciples, Find a place to rest disciples find it difficult to find a place to rest and separate from the crowds. News of their good works is spreading. The crowds follow them all over the place. But instead of reacting to these crowds, desperate for good news found only in Jesus with anger and impatience, Jesus has compassion on them. Jesus sees these people as sheep Without a shepherd begins to teach them many things the hour grows late the disciples tell Jesus this is a lonely place is it's a desert place send these crowds away to villages and into the country so they can find something to eat and Jesus tells the disciples you feed them you give them something to eat Disciples ask, are we to buy 200 days worth of bread and give it to these disciples to eat? Okay, see how many loaves you can find. The Disciples come back, tell Jesus, well, we've got five loaves, two fish. That's all. The disciples of Jesus have found five loaves and two fish in this lonely desert place. Have you noticed? To this point in our scripture, we've been told three times already, this is a lonely desert place. This is a lonely desert place. And the Jesus tells the crowd, sit down on the green grass. Takes five loaves and the two fish. Looks up to heaven, he blesses and breaks the bread. Gives to the disciples to set before the crowds then divides these two fish and everyone eats and is satisfied and there's enough left over to fill 12 baskets of broken loaves and fish. Again, as Mark shares this confession of faith in Jesus, Mark shares that he cares deeply about those for whom he writes this gospel. You see, he knows them to, those to whom he writes In every age, including this one, that all followers of Jesus at all times and places often wander in the wilderness. He knows those to whom he writes hunger. He knows those to whom he writes are those who, though they believe Jesus is Lord, Savior, Son of God, are those who still wish to find the comfort they have found only in that faith by which they were raised. So look at what this loving, caring disciple of Jesus does in order to comfort his fellow believers who find themselves wandering through a lonely desert place. He offers his brothers and sisters the experience of those words which comfort as no others. He speaks lovingly and compassionately of those whom Jesus sees as sheep without a shepherd Speaks of them finding welcome and hospitality upon the green grass, even in lonely desert places. Mark proclaims to those of us who follow Jesus, in the presence of this Jesus, we still find refreshment in desert places. In this Jesus, we find an oasis. In Jesus, we find an abundance of living waters, even in lonely desert so it is Jesus, isn't it, who fulfills God's word spoken through the prophet Isaiah. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. For waters. Break forth in the desert, and streams, in the wilderness. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. For the sake of his community of faith, Mark affirms words that comfort as no others. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down on the green grass. You see, Mark tells us, though we're talking about something new in the person of Jesus, we are also talking about the unchanging story of God's purpose to bless and heal all God has made. Though we are speaking of Jesus, we are also speaking of how God shepherds his people, how he makes them lie down in the green pastures and leads them beside the still waters and restores their souls. In the light of Jesus, we speak of the God who leads us in paths of righteousness for his sake. We witness to the God in whose presence we fear no evil because he's with us. In Jesus, God's word is fulfilled his rod and his staff, they comfort us. In the light of this Jesus, we witness to the God who prepares the table before us, anoints our head with oil, so that our cups runneth over. In the light of Jesus, goodness and mercy follow us every day of our lives, until finally we come to that point at which we find ourselves dwelling in the house of our Lord forever. So here we receive a foretaste of a first glimpse of our presence within the house of the Lord as we find our place at the Lord's table this morning here we receive but a portion of the abundant meal to be ours as we sit at the Messianic banquet promised us in God's kingdom we see it is true he has prepared a table before us at this table we taste the fulfillment of the words for thou art with me. At this table, we taste the restoring of our soul, the forgiveness of our sin. We confess our faith. This we believe, we say. This is our confession of faith. It is the faith confessed within these words. Let us share. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord This we believe. We will respond to the word as we affirm our faith, and we will do so as we receive Preston Painter into the membership of this church. And Preston, I'll ask you to come forward. We celebrate Preston's joining, but we, we do so also as this community of faith. We are given opportunity to remember what we believe, what we affirm, and to welcome a new brother into the life of this community of faith. Summer is going well, and you're getting ready to go to UVA. Okay. (laughs) Well, Preston, I'm going to ask you, may want to to look at uh, your responses as they will be before us, the responses in which we will share as well as we welcome Preston into this body of Christ. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church we are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and to give a new birth through water in the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through confirmation and through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism. We acknowledge what God is doing for us and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. So, Preston, on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior? Put your whole trust in him, in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. Now, as First Church, will you nurture Preston in Christ's holy church, that by your teaching and example, he may be guided to accept God's grace for himself, to profess his faith openly, and to lead a Christian life. According to the grace given to you, Preston, will you remain a faithful member of Christ's Holy Church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? Do you as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include him now before you in your care with God's help? We will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround him in the kingdom of God and Jesus, that he arose and the God, and be found faithful in the service of others. We will pray for him, that he may be a true disciple, who in the way that leads life. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained... In the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father, Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I
2: believe
0: in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended. Day he rose again, he ascended, he ascended to heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. Sing to the Lord all the earth tell of God's mercy each day. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your Spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection, and to make disciples of all nations, declare his works to the nations, and his glory among all the people. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and those who receive it to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and being raised with Christ, they may share in his final victory. All praise to you,
2: eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen.
0: Preston. Preston has been baptized, so we do not typically re as United Methodists. We believe baptism is God's act and once is sufficient. But we are given this opportunity to remember our baptism, all of us, including Preston, and to affirm, remember your baptism and to be thankful. Amen. Preston, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And I'll ask you these two questions. One, as a member of Christ's Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and to do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? And as a member of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service? And we are given opportunity to welcome Preston, members of the household of God. I commend Preston to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase his faith, confirm his hope, and perfect him in love. We give the thanks for all that God has already given you, and, and we welcome you in Christian love. As members, members together, together with you, with the, body the body of Christ, and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of this church by, by our prayers, prayers our, our presence, our, our gifts, and our, our service. service that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Preston, the God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you may live in grace and peace. We do have welcome for Preston. And Preston, let's affirm Again, Preston was was with us uh, for several weeks this past summer, and we appreciate the service you offered God and his church. Please know our prayers go with you as you go to UVA, and we will certainly look forward to staying in touch with you and seeing you upon your return to this area. This is a, a wonderful time to share in the passing of the peace, and so you may have opportunity to welcome Preston as we welcome one another in the name of Christ our Lord. As we find our places, we prepare to receive God's tithes and our offerings as our ushers will come forward. Let us pray. Lord, you bless us. You give to us yourself, though we pray only for daily bread. We thank you for all gifts entrusted to us as we return but a portion to your care. We pray that they will accomplish great things for the sharing of the good news of Christ our Lord. Amen. I invite us to a time of prayer that we know is the prayers of the people. It is a responsive time of prayer. I will name various petitions and conclude each of those with the words, Lord, in your mercy, and invite from you the response, hear our prayer. Let us go to God as we pray. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for the people of this congregation. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear, our hear us, Lord, as we pray for those who suffer and to those in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear us, Lord, as we pray for the concerns of this community. Lord, in your mercy. Hear Hear us, Lord, as we pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear us, Lord, as we pray for your church, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our for Bishop Lewis, Janina Howard, the Ministries of First Church. Lord, in your mercy, to hear, hear our prayers joined with those of your saints. Who Gather with us now and find their place at table with us all. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. As Christ fed the 5,000, so he feeds us now. And we remember again the words of Christ, do this in remembrance of me. We share in the great thanksgiving. The responses are before us. There will be three sung responses in which the choir will lead us. And I invite us now to gather at the table of our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift up your hearts. Forward. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, You gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and to death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. All honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. now, with the confidence that we have as children of God, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and to deliver us from evil, for the kingdom the power and the glory are yours now and forever amen because there is one loaf we who are many are one body for we all partake of the one loaf the bread which we break is a sharing in the body of christ the cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of christ This is the table of our Lord to which each of you is invited. As you are instructed, you will come down the center aisle. You will receive a portion of the bread as it is offered to you from one of the two stations here. You will then dip that bread into the cup held before you as well. As you feel led, you may kneel here for a time of prayer before returning to your seat by the side aisles. Our choir will come first. Given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. Death, the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. doors the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ Given for you. you. I invite us to share the words of the closing prayer as it is before us. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We stand and share the closing hymn, Break Thou the Bread of Life. world of darkness, we bring the light of Christ, and we go from this place, blessed to know we are not sheep without a shepherd. Christ goes with us, comforts us, leads us in paths of righteousness, and finds for us places of rest. We go now in peace in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen.